Instead of keeping terrorists and terrorist sympathizers out of America, the Biden administration is inviting them in. You know why? Because he's got a boss. Who's his boss? Barack Hussein Obama. Barack Hussein. Barack Hussein Obama. Remember the great Rush Limbaugh? Barack Hussein Obama. Here you go, Barack Hussein Obama. Ah, President Trump. Yesterday, last night, big crowd, bigger than Joe Biden's ever drawn. And he's, uh, you know, he's being uh, Donald Trump. It's, uh, you know, it's part stand-up comedy and, uh, and it's all true. Happy Thursday to you and welcome back. We remain at 888-630-9625. It is a mad, 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 mad world out there, isn't it? I've had more conversations in the last couple of days with people who are stressed out and distraught, flummoxed, frustrated with the state of the world. And it's not just the troglodytes of Hamas and the butchery in Israel. Last night, I, uh, I uh, had a nice conversation with a person who, uh, who went to Harvard Law School, went to Harvard Law School, and, and he volunteered. He said, I can't believe, he said, he said talking about the madness in the Middle East and the, and, uh, the, the savagery and uh, the troglodytes and then the uh, American administration and their haplessness and fecklessness. And, and, and he said, you know, the thing that has got me more disturbed than just about anything else is what's going on on college campuses in the United States of America. And he uh, talked about a well-informed person. He talked about how the left uh, with their Hamas allies, or is it Hamas with their leftist allies, staging a day of rage across the United States of America uh, on college campuses here in the United States of America. And... um, and the man I was talking to, uh, Harvard, he said, well, you know, I went to law school at Harvard, and I can't believe what's going on at Harvard uh, with this pro-Hamas, anti-Israel stuff. Uh, the man is uh, Catholic. Uh, his best girl is Jewish. And uh, we were just talking about the state of the world, and he was, he was uh, expressing his frustration and talking about how stressed out he is. And, and yesterday, I shared with you discussions that I had uh, with colleagues who are stressed out and just looking forlorn and looking, uh, you know, uh, why so uh, long in the mouth, you know? What's, uh, what's wrong? And it's the state of the world. And I was uh, in a conversation this morning, uh, said, I haven't seen our culture, our society this stressed out since September 11th. And I find that to be, you know, it's a, a, people have been on edge for a lot of reasons for a long time now, for years perhaps, you know. Uh, St. George Floyd and the sacking and looting and plundering of America by the left because one meth head, uh, crackhead, uh, dope smoking, repeated felon, uh, that's George Floyd, uh, died of uh, a heart um, uh, problem while he was being arrested for yet another felony. Oh, and he was murdered. He was murdered. And the police officer is in prison right now. Uh, and one of the coroners said, if we had found George Floyd dead at home, we would have ruled it a fatal drug overdose. He had so much fentanyl and, and methamphetamine 
in his system when he died and his uh, heart couldn't take it. Uh, yet another felony arrest. And the Democrats burned our country to the ground. And now looting is so normal that uh, in Washington, D.C., you walk into stores and the shelves are all bare because the Democrats have looted and plundered the store to the point where they're going out of business. And the madness is everywhere. The rioting, the violence, the carjacking, the murder rates, the and, you know, Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington, D.C., We've had more than 200 African-Americans murdered so far this year in Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, and of course, we abort 40 percent of them in the womb. Uh, but Black Lives Matter, they tell us. And and I've uh, I've just the uh, it's it's not really affecting me as much as it is a lot of other people. I grew up in the, you know, the news business and the world of horrors and uh, have been ingesting this stuff every day since I was a, a child uh, for a variety of reasons. And, um, the, the stress level out there is, is, is pretty extraordinary right now. You know, I've been building up and building up. I've commented on this before, walking around Washington, DC, driving around Washington, DC. Um, you see people's faces are grim. There's people walking by themselves on the sidewalk. They don't look up when you walk by them on a block with nobody else on the block there. I mean, it's a long history in Washington, D.C. of people not smiling and not saying hello to people. It's not the friendliest city in the world. But now I think, um, you know, people are down in, uh, in a big way. It's been, it's been a slow grind, a slow build on all of this. But the whole Israel thing, the decapitation of the, the bodies and the left siding all over the country and on college campuses – with the terrorists who are decapitating babies by the busload and uh, uh, and decapitating soldiers too, and the murders and the insanity of all of this uh, is it's affecting people here in the United States, and um, and more people, you know, from Harvard Law School grads to to radio station employees to people at Newsmax that I'm talking to, uh, there is a lot of um, and I don't want to call it depression, but but um, uh, people are down and frustrated and angry and uh, and especially if you're paying attention, you know that's uh, that's one of the issues. Is a lot of people, particularly Democrats, uh, don't pay attention and haven't been for a long, long time. So a lot of this comes as a surprise. None of this really comes as a surprise to me because I have been aware of the the habits and the tendencies of radical Islamists for a very long time now. Uh, and, and so, here we are. Now, the front page of the Washington Times today is, uh, is fairly interesting. The, uh, they've got a big uh, photograph in uh, color with a mound of flowers and a group of dozens of people, and there's a lot of crying and... and uh, it's a, a funeral in Israel, uh, and the sub the caption the subheadline is devastated. the The big headline below the photograph is "Worst case scenario is World War III. and it does kind of feel like uh, the planet is moving in a terrible direction between Putin, the commie, Russia, murderer, Ukraine invasion, uh, the United States, the you know, this is a complex situation in Ukraine. We have it presented to us as a very, very black and white situation. 
but it's not. We've got uh, the rise of communist China, which is rolling over massive sections of Africa and Latin America and using uh, forced child labor to, hey, how do you like your Nikes? Uh, the uh, forced child labor to to unearth the rare earth minerals that we need for our batteries for our iPhones. We need we need for our uh, batteries for our iPhones and for our Teslas, which become toxic waste dumps afterward. And and uh, you know we've been lied to for so long and misled by the Democrat Party and by our government and the FBI and the intelligence community and the two tier justice system that we have in the United States of America that has been politically corrupted by the left, of course. And we have, uh, you know, a, a, a China breathing down the neck of Taiwan and a lot of people thinking, well, gee, this would be the perfect time for China to make their move on Taiwan as the commies are taking over the world. Uh, and uh, they're expanding their navy and their military, and uh, they have a lot of raw material for all of that. Uh, China on the rise, on the march. Uh, Putin uh, on the march. They're commies, by the way. Putin is a commie, Xi Jinping commie. Uh, Kim Jong-un, Kami, and then the Islamists in Iran that are fueling uh, the fires in Lebanon and in the Gaza with money uh, freed up and given to them by Barack Obama and Joe Biden, whose side are we on anyway? Well, we, very often meaning the Democrat Party, are not on our side. And now the headline, which is not uh, uh, an inappropriate or hysterical headline in the Washington Times, worst case scenario is World War III. Israel's battle against Hamas at risk of triggering great power clash. And uh, they would certainly love that. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the left is the most destructive force in the history of the world and the most murderous force in the history of the world. And the Islamists are, are competing for that mantle. And the left is very much alive and well here in the United States. We call it the Democratic Party. They're not liberals. They're the left. Completely different ball of wax. Mm, 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 mm. I am telling you. Distraction in Middle East takes Western focus off Taiwan security is another front page story because that would be the balloon going up in Asia. We've got the balloon going up in the Middle East. And uh, the, one of the founding fathers, one of the founding ghouls of Hamas is calling for a global uh, day of jihad tomorrow. Today in the United States, the left, with their Hamas-loving allies, are calling for a day of resistance um, today and a day of rage because you know, they're, they're rallying against what they call the Zionist enemy. Now, I'm a Zionist. The Zionists believe that the Jews deserve a Jewish state and that Israel is obviously that place. Let's go to Moses. Let's go to Jesus Christ. Let's, uh, let's go to the history of the world, uh, which the left erases at every turn. Now, the National Day of Resistance, the Day of Rage, which is today on college campuses against the, quote, Zionist enemy, end quote, is uh, being planned for Thursday on campuses across America. Organizers say anti-Jewish protests at colleges tolerated by administrators emerge from the shadows and grow bolder as war engulfs Gaza. Is that what's going on? War is engulfing Gaza. And the news media has turned on 
on Israel. They hate Netanyahu, always have strong Israeli leader. And they are our news media, which is, uh, you know, an, a, an engorged appendage uh, of the left. They are pro-terrorist. They are pro-Hamas, pro-radical Islamic jihadi. The lead story of the Washington Post front page, closed borders, comma, falling bombs choke Gaza, thousands injured as supplies wane. This is uh, written, this, this is the, the, you know, the same headline that they have in Gaza today. It is a, uh, an entirely sympathetic newspaper to the, the cause of Hamas and not of the innocent victims of this ghoulish and grisly attack on uh, civilian population. With Israel's toll at 1,200, leader vows Hamas end. That is, uh, leader is uh, Netanyahu. That's Benjamin Netanyahu. And they're not on the side of Benjamin Netanyahu. Netanyahu shares power in new unity government to prosecute war because, you know, the uh, liberals in Israel are getting together with Netanyahu, having witnessed what we just saw there. It's uh, an extraordinary, extraordinary time. Now I've got audio that I'm going to share with you of a father of an eight-year-old girl in Israel, and uh, it practically made Michael Piercy cry as the father of an eight-year-old. And wait till you hear this. And, you know, and the news media is not, they're not, I don't know if you noticed this, they're not in there telling, they, for a day or so, they were in there telling the story. But they've stopped telling the story. And they've fallen in line with the left, which is pro-Hamas. And the day of resistance, the day of rage against the Zionist enemy on college campuses across, across the country. This is fertile ground for the anti-Semitic left. I'll, uh, I'll get into that with you as well. You know, President Biden's plan to inflict the digital dollar on all of us is already in progress, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences of this scheme because notwithstanding what they're telling us, this is not in your best interest or mine. Time is of the essence. So getting smart on this subject now is a great idea if you want to protect your savings and your retirement. You can help protect your savings from the risks of Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme by diversifying your money with IRAs in gold and silver, real gold and silver, precious metals in your IRAs. Call the experts to get started at American Alternative Assets. Call them at 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance of gold and silver will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, college campuses, the day of resistance, the day of rage. They're pro-terrorists and they're genocidally anti-Semitic and they're mainstream American college kids. That's coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. 
Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right. I have uh, I have a friend. You've heard me mention him a couple of times lately. Uh, Matthew Foldy. Foldy. F-O-L-D-I. And uh, he is a journalist. He's with uh, The Spectator. And he uh, has appeared numerous times on my Newsmax show, The Right Squad, 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Uh, I was talking to Matthew yesterday, and we were talking about the horrors of uh, what's going on in Israel. He showed me a photograph uh, that uh, he had on his phone of uh, human beings inside of uh, a vehicle, and the vehicle had been incinerated by the troglodytes, and the people had been incinerated, and they were uh, fully crisped, black, charred uh, human remains inside the car, sitting up in the seats of the car because the ghouls had uh, murdered the people and and the car was on fire. Now, uh, Matthew Foldy posted that on X. It was an X post. And um, then his account was frozen. Hi, Matthew Foldy. Your account, at Matthew Foldy, has been locked for violating the Twitter rules. Is it called Twitter or is it called X? If you're going to call it X, call it X. Don't say you have Twitter rules at X. Okay, but that's what they're doing now. And they say specifically for violating our rules against posting media depicting gratuitous gore. So they're sanitizing what's coming out of the Middle East. Uh, If you can find the pictures of the the kibbutz where the babies were all murdered, 40 40 babies. There was like a daycare place in them. 40, they murdered 40 babies, decapitating some number of the 40 babies. And you can't find the, the photographic or video evidence of that. And the news media has no interest in showing it, of course. But now uh, Matthew Faldi's account has been, has been frozen, um, you know, for showing the truth. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are. Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. Octane action in the dust, a new film puts. Our staff of correspondents provide a fast paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. Now, the Democrat Party's uh, day of rage and college campuses some pullback going on a little bit. Student groups pull back on controversial Israel-Hamas statements. The statements. College students in the U.S. are facing strong pushback after Organizations at multiple schools released statements on the Hamas conflict. 
not the Hamas massacre, the conflict that appeared to defend the loss of life in Israel. This is The Hill typing this story on behalf of the Democrat Party on the left. One of the most controversial statements came from Harvard, where a group of more than 30 student-led groups signed a letter saying that Israel was, quote, entirely responsible for the unfolding violence, end quote, happening in the region. It's not the region, it's in Israel, which has seen at least hundreds killed on both sides after Hamas's original attack on Saturday on both sides. Uh, Take the other side and shove it, but, uh, you know, that's just me. The statement led by Harvard undergraduate Palestinian Solidarity Committee. They're in solidarity with Palestine because they don't want women to have rights and they want gay people to be hanged from cranes because the left is criminally insane and violently criminally insane, of course. They've since removed the names of the uh, signing groups for safety reasons. Yeah, because that's the it's your safety that's at threat here. That's the real problem. Uh, Netanyahu is going to uh, uh, drop a bomb on you in uh, Cambridge, Mass. While at least five of the organizations that originally signed the letter have withdrawn their support, Amnesty International at Harvard, Harvard College Act on a Dream, that's the name of an organization, Harvard College Act on a Dream. Oh, shut up. And the Harvard under, undergraduate Nepali Student Association. They're from Nepal and they want to kill Jews. The Harvard Islamic Society. Well, that one I understand because, you know, that's uh, the thing. And the Harvard undergraduate Gunguru, the Gunguru, have pulled back their original endorsement of the letter. Uh, one of them said they actually hadn't read it. They signed on to it and they said they hadn't read it. That's good. It's uh, just just embarrassing for uh, all of you, but here's the your uh, your genocidal uh, racists, your genocidal anti-Semites, and you should be labeled as genocidal anti-Semites uh, in perpetuity. And again, a group on Wall Street has come out and said, uh, you know, we want uh, the names of the people that signed on to these, so we can make sure to not hire them on Wall Street. And that is when a lot of them started panicking and changing genders or whatever it is they do when they panic. Just amazing. And they come up with new with new statements. Well, terrorism is never justified. Really? Then what do you think you're endorsing, you morons? Honestly. But they've got the day of rage, you know, for social justice, justice in Palestine. The University of Virginia Students for Justice in Palestine. That means kill the Jews. All right? That's what that means. Justice in Palestine. Kill all the Jews. C-I-L-L. Kill the Jews. That's their... That's their thing. They drew sharp criticism for its statement that the violent attacks on Israel was a step toward a free Palestine. This is college campuses in America. The Day of Resistance Thursday, with its national organization, uh, said the historic win for the Palestinian resistance. That's how they described it. Across land, air, and sea, Our people have broken down the artificial barriers of the Zionist entity. Now, these people are terrorists, and they may be too stupid and ignorant and brainwashed and uneducated to recognize what they actually are, but uh, 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 amazing. That's it. They refuse to condemn the attacks. This is the left. 
in America. Now let's go to uh, let's go to uh, some audio, some audio here. Let's go to the. This was, believe it or not, on CNN. I think it may have been on CNN International. May have made it onto CNN Domestic, but uh, soundbite number eleven. An Israeli father by the name of Thomas Hand, Thomas Hand, had an eight-year-old daughter. She was murdered by the savages uh, as part of an attack on a kibbutz in southern Israel where more than 100 people were murdered, were butchered, were, were savagely uh, uh, slaughtered. And, and Thomas Hand was being interviewed by uh, a reporter at CNN, and he, he told her of uh, you know, the, the, how this unfolded for him with his 8-year-old daughter, uh, being murdered by the savages. This is Thomas Hand. They just said, we found Emily. Uh, she's dead. And I went, yes! I went, yes! And smiled. Because that is the best news of the possibilities that I knew. That was the best possibility that I was hoping for. Of the uh, various possibilities, his daughter was murdered in the attack on the kibbutz, or his eight-year-old daughter was captured by the savages, taken hostage, and brought to the Gaza, where, as an Israeli adult, he's fully aware of what would be done with the eight-year-old girl by the savages, who, well, here's Thomas Hand talking about uh, the news uh, that his eight-year-old daughter had been murdered and not captured and brought to the Gaza Strip. She was either dead or in Gaza. And if you know anything about what they do to people in Gaza, that is worse than death. That is worse than death. The way they treat you. They'd have no food, they'd have no water. She'd be in a dark room filled with Christ knows how many people and terrified every minute, hour, day and possible years to come. So death was a blessing, an absolute blessing. And of course the uh, presumed um, sexual torture and abuse by the savages And so when he heard that his beautiful eight-year-old daughter, Emily, had only been murdered, he was relieved to know that it was over for her and not just beginning. Now, we know or believe that there are 150 150 or so hostages that have been brought to the Gaza, and it is believed or at least suspected that there are Americans among them and um, the uh, torture and abuse and sexual abuse that, that you can predict is uh, too gruesome to describe even on the radio. And uh, if you try to share this information on X, if you try to post pictures of what's going on there, uh, then the social media platforms will take you down and they'll block you like they did to my friend Matthew Foldy for showing a photograph of a vehicle with 
charred human remains inside. Uh, you can't identify the people. You can't see who the people are. It's like blurring a photo. Um, but And note that finding video or photographs of the decapitated babies, uh, not uh, something that is easy to do. Um, it is, uh, it's quite extraordinary. Now, all right, let's get to, uh, I, I wanted to, we need to keep our ear to the ground for the uh, day of rage and the day of resistance on college campuses because the left has so indoctrinated and, and brainwashed so many people on college campuses that, uh, that they've turned into hotbeds of pro-terrorist and anti-Semitic, genocidally anti-Semitic uh, lunacy. Now, there was a uh, there was a young woman on uh, on the television. Let's go to soundbite number nineteen. This is a uh, a really great young woman, Evita Duffy Alfonso. Evita Duffy Alfonso is the daughter of former Republican member of the House of Representatives Sean Duffy and his uh, uh, and his wife. Uh, Rachel yeah, Rachel Campos Duffy. I know her and. Uh, a uh, lovely daughter, and I believe she used to write for Campus Reform, for the great Campus Reform when she is in college. And now she's out of college, and she's writing for The Federalist. And she was on uh, this morning to talk about this this day of resistance, day of rage. And, you know, Democrat members of Congress keep using the word resistance, like Hamas is somehow a legitimate uh, resistance group. They, You know, they've been given their own uh, land, had their own election. They elected a terrorist group, and... Then the terrorist groups had no more elections. You know, they're like commies, uh, one man, one vote, one time. And they have their own waterfront, like 25 miles of waterfront on the Mediterranean Sea, but they've turned it into a filthy beep hole instead of, you know, a beautiful waterfront resort like Tel Aviv and so much of Israel because they're savages. But here's uh, Vita uh, Duffy Alfonso now with the Federalist talking about what's and she was on college campuses until quite recently. She's a young woman, and she's talking about why the uh, uh, why American college campuses are hotbeds of anti-Zionism, of anti-Israel rage and anger and hatred. And when you see this savagery, uh, college campuses all over America, students on college campuses all over America, stand up to support Hamas. Now... That's soft jihad at work right there, cultural jihad at work. And the left, uh, well, you know, Avita uh, Duffy explains it quite well uh, this morning, which is why I said, hey, Michael, let's pull audio from Avita Duffy Alfonso, uh, because she, now there are these stories, and I just mentioned one or two, that CEOs on Wall Street are saying, hey, let's get the names of the people that signed on to this and make sure that we don't hire them on Wall Street because these people are out of their minds and they're criminally insane. A dozen CEOs back Bill Ackman's call to not hire Harvard students who blamed Israel for Hamas attack is the headline in the New York Post. At least a dozen business executives have endorsed Bill Ackman's call to refuse to hire members of student groups at Harvard, in particular, that signed on to a letter blaming Israel for Hamas's deadly attack on Saturday that killed more than 1,200 people, including at least 22 Americans. And you got Democrats all over America cheering it, including in Congress, because they are not well. 
And if you're a Democrat, you either need to stop calling yourself a Democrat or admit that you're a part of this this filthy, corrupt organization. Jonathan Newman, CEO of salad chain Sweetgreen, was among a group of business honchos who seconded Ackman's call in urging that the signatories of the letter be circulated. The names of the people that signed on to the letter should be circulated. A coalition of 34 Harvard student groups, the hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all unfolding violence, uh, be blocked. All right. And uh, so they're talking about not hiring these people. You go to Harvard so you can get a good job afterward, right? And honestly, your name, you should be blacklisted. And now they're screaming, oh, you're blacklisting us. You're blacklisting us. Well, you're like Nazis, all right, and uh, genocidal racists. Uh, You should not be treated like you're normal. Just saying. On Tuesday, 17 other Harvard groups joined around 500 faculty and staff and 3,000 others in signing a counter-statement attacking the other group's letter as completely wrong and deeply offensive. Sure, according to the Harvard Crimson, the newspaper at uh, Harvard University. Uh, Just uh, extraordinary stuff. So let's go to uh, Evita Duffy Alfonso this morning on the Fox News Channel talking about the CEOs and the signatories to this barbaric uh, Nazi thing. I will say that if these CEOs really wanted to help the students, they would be going after the universities who are the ones that are teaching them um, to to behave in this way, to put out these Marxist-inspired statements in support of the Palestinians. This is exactly what they've been taught to do in school. And so they wanted to do anything, really. These CEOs would, instead of sending blind checks to the universities, they would say, we're going to use the power of the the purse to demand that these schools stop hiring exclusively Marxist professors, and they stop establishing fake fields of study like CRT, which is where all of this is stemming from which is where all of this is stemming from, the Marxists. And uh, explain that, uh, Avita, because why are the Marxists teaching anti-Semitism? I'm upset at the student statements for two reasons. One of them is that they claim to be in support of the Palestinians, but just like you said, nowhere do they condemn the actions of Hamas, which have unleashed hell on many innocent Palestinians. This is a terrorist group that should be really easy for the students to condemn, and they have it. And the other problem is that they're using this anti-colonialist Marxist language to falsely equate the Palestinians with BLM or with indigenous rights. This is all coming from the schools. These are They, they get Marxist and Inspired classes. We have Marxist-inspired departments where they learn that everyone on earth can be split into two groups, oppressed and oppressor. And because they view the Palestinians as, as the oppressed, right, they excuse all kinds of violence in the name of writing that inequity. This is textbook Marxist behavior. This is coming from the universities. It's not coming from normal American families. Um, and I think that if, if the CEOs really wanted to do something about it, they would use the power of the purse to make real change within the universities. The oppressed and the oppressors, it's that simple. It's, uh, you know, it's critical race theory, it's DEI. It's the whole thing, Evita Duffy Alfonso. I think that's, that's the whole purpose of, of Marxism in general, right? This is a godless ideology. This is an ideology that, that wants to rip Western civilization and, and Christian values um, away away from this country. That, 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 is, that is the purpose of it. And if we're going to stop it, right, because the university system spread their, their poison into all aspects of American life, we have to address the universities and the indoctrination machines that they have become. 
very, very well said of wise young woman, a very intelligent young woman, and she is 100% correct in everything that she said. And the universities are cesspools of, of toxic poisons, and uh, it's a factory for the left, and then they send them out into the world. They're around us every day out in public. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any obnoxious odor in your home or office with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans. Even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. It's small. You can hold one in your hand. It's not a big old thing. Plus, there are no expensive filters to have to buy and replace and schedule and remember. No, sir. It's a self-contained unit. Hundreds of thousands of thunderstorms already sold. Countless five-star reviews online. It works like a champ. I've got two at home myself. And this week, I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms. Because right now, you can save 200 American dollars when you get three Eden Pure thunderstorms for a whole home protection. That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com, enter the discount code CHRIS. That's C-H-R-I-S. EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code is CHRIS, and shipping is free. Pretty good stuff. It's an eminence front. Yeah, Vita Duffy Alfonso laying it out there. The Marxists, the uh, racists, the oppressors, and the oppressed. That's uh, classic Marxist Marxist stuff. And she's right. And our college campuses uh, need to be defunded. They need to pay for free college for the next 10 years. And we need to start over again with our university system. The Democrat Party is very upset that the National Hockey League is banning rainbow tape on hockey sticks. You know, political statements having to do with sexuality and LGBTQ. It's hockey, all right? It's hockey. Um, NHL will ban players from using pride tape on sticks with stricter rules for theme nights. And NHL's... Pride Night tape ban is a serious setback, says Brian Burke, a longtime NHL executive. He's a very silly man. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.